You are listening to the Hope Church Weekly Message Podcast. Hope Church is located in Cleveland, Texas and meets on Sundays at 9 and 11 a.m. Pastor Todd and the preaching team desire for this message to bring life in a dark world. For more information about Hope Church, visit HopeChurchCleveland.com. How has everybody's 2018 been? How's it been for everybody so far? Well, guess what? It's over. So it doesn't matter, right? (laughs) It's over. And my computer just went crazy, so I have no idea what's happening here. So it doesn't really matter. They're all back on that board, so I'm not worried about it. So, But like you said, me and my wife have uh, been filling in, I guess you call it, what do you call it? Like an interim, interim, yes, like an interim coach for this uh, outreach thing. And and I do want to mention... One thing, if, if you don't know me and my wife yet, you'll figure this out pretty quick. We don't do anything, uh, like, I don't do anything without her, her without me. So if ever my name is mentioned, remember, if she wasn't with me, I wouldn't do anything at all, period. I'd be nobody and nothing. Let's understand that real quick. I'm nothing without my wife. I'm just a Indian guy from Oklahoma that doesn't know much, but she makes me what I am today. And so let's, I'll just get that out of, out of the water right quick, so... Thank you, dear. I love you. And, uh, and so, now it gets back working again. We are, you heard the song come on. It said, a little less talk and a lot more action. I'm not going to sing it for you. I could sing it because I know it, but I will not do it because we cannot sing that kind of stuff in church because it doesn't say really, really nice things, so we'll just leave it alone. But it says, a little less talk, a lot more action. We all know that, that anybody, anywhere, anytime can say anything they want and make it sound good. We're just that good of people. We're just that awesome. I could get up here and I could sound really cool and I could sound really smart. Well, not maybe smart, but I could sound really cool and I could make you believe what I'm saying. That's easy. That's a piece of cake. But it's all talk. It's all words. Like I told my wife, like I just told her a while ago, I just said, I love you. If all I do is say, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, and I never show her I love her, that's disgusting. That is nasty that somebody would do that. Say I love you and not mean it. So if I ever tell you I love you, know that I mean it. I don't just say that word just because, just because. If I say I love you, I really love you. I've been told I love you too. I've been told I love you and not mean it. There's been nothing behind it. I've been told that before. Empty, empty words is all it is. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, we're going to turn. I'm going to turn there and actually use the Bible. I know it's weird, right? First Corinthians chapter two and verse four through five. This is what it says. And it stay and it reads, the message I preached and how I preached it was not an attempt to sway you with persuasive arguments, but to prove to you the almighty power of God's Holy Spirit. For God intended that you, that your faith not be established on man's wisdom, but by trusting in his almighty power. You're going to get kicked today because I got kicked about a month now over this message. I've been kicked. I've been, God's been tearing me up. He said, man, we say a lot of things. Grant, you say a lot of things. Do you really mean what you say? I remember when my grandpa was alive, he told me that a man's handshake meant something. Man, when they shook hands back in the day, it meant I will do what I say I will do. Today, it means absolutely nothing. Zero. You shake a man's hand, look him in the face, you'll lie right to him. That's where we come. That's where we're at today. How sad is that? My grandpa would probably die 
even though he's already dead, he would die again if he knew how it was today. When you say something, do it. Don't just say something and not do it, right? That's what we want, right? When, we, when someone says something, they're going to do something, you want them to do it, right? Like, like if I say, dear, when you get home today, the yard will be mowed and weed-eated, you ain't got to worry about it. When she gets home and it's not mowed and weed-eated, guess what? She's not very happy because I lied. I told her it'd be mowed. It wasn't mowed. Now, that's simple. That's, that's just mowing the yard, Grant. Yeah, but I told her I would do it, and it wasn't done. We all, when someone says something, we want them to follow through and do it. That's the whole point of it all. And this is what this verse says. It says, the message I preached and how I preached it, it was not an attempt to sway you with persuasive arguments. So many times we get up here on this, on this stage. It's a pretty nice stage. It's awesome up here. And we have the pretty nice music, which Mo is doing a, wow, I mean like over-the-top chart. I can't even put the number on it. She's doing awesome with the, with the group. And we say these awesome words. We have these awesome messages with these awesome points and these awesome quotes and these awesome questions. When we get out there on Monday through Friday, what are we doing with all that stuff? Are we living everything that we, just, that we, that we preach up here? Are we living it or are we just preaching it? There's a difference. There is a big difference. If we're not living what we're preaching, we need to be careful. We need to be real careful because nobody needs that. Nobody wants it. We want the truth today. And the Bible, what does it say about the truth? It'll do what? Set you free, right? And so my first, the first point, I miss it all, but you see it. It says talk's cheap. I had a pastor, uh, my, well, my pastor almost all my whole life. That was his saying. When he got up on the pulpit, he would get, I mean, he would get going. And he said, I've heard a lot of things in my life. But if you're just going to talk and not do anything, it's cheap. Just cheap. It's not worth anything to me. Just words. Take it, wrap it up, throw it away. Because it doesn't mean anything. So what I'm saying is we need to be a people of our word. A people that we say we're going to do something, step up and do it. Okay? Let's do it. The second point I have, it says, show me, don't tell me. Show me, don't tell me. In 1 Timothy, let's turn there real quick if you've got a Bible. If not, you can get on your, uh, that cool app, right? And also the U version. If you don't have the app, you better get it. It's pretty cool. Uh, it says 1 Timothy chapter 4. Let's go to verse 11 and 12. This says, instruct and teach the people all that I've taught you. And don't be intimidated by those who are older than you. Simply be the example they need to see by being faithful and true in all that you do. Speak the truth and live a life of purity and often... Yeah, be authentic, right? Love as you remain strong in your faith. It's right there. I can see it. So this thing just says, it says, it says again, instruct and teach. Don't just tell somebody to do something. No one likes being told what to do. If you're going to be mad at me because I didn't do something right, you better have showed me how to do it first. If you show me how to do something and I don't understand, I should ask you questions, right? Right? I, James, I don't know how to do this. Will you help me? I know you told me how, but will you show me how? Because I'm not understanding what you're saying. And if James shows me, explains to me this is how it's supposed to be done, I should respect him enough for showing me to do what he told me to do and do it right. Right? We should teach each other. Don't just tell each other. Teach us. Teach me. I don't know about computers. I'm, I'm, I'm like done with computers. I mean, I really am. I'm like an accident waiting to happen. Like this one, like I don't know how to make this thing stay on so it went off again. 
See, I don't know how to do that. So it's literally off. So I mean, I'm literally going to close it right now because it's getting bothering me. So we're going to do this and we're going to set it right here. And yeah, I'm so crazy with computers. I don't even need one. See, I, I really don't need the computer. It's dangerous. But it says, instruct and teach the people all that I've taught you. And don't be intimidated by those who are older than you. Simply be example that you need to see by being faithful and true. Hey, people are not always going to care what you say. I'm going to tell you the truth. But they do care how you live. And they are watching how you live. Let me explain that to you real quick. They don't care what you say. Because we all know talk's cheap. But if you say something, and outside here you don't do it, and then you get up here, and you... I am a friend. And you sing and praise God. And they saw you out there give somebody the number one because they cut you off on the highway. What kind of example are you? What, are you in, what kind of example are you? Or you go to a restaurant and guess what? Your food's not right. I've been there. My food's not right. You messed up. Blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to pay. Blah, blah. And you're acting like a fool, and next to the booth, and you don't see him, somebody you go to church with, and you get back up and do what I'm doing? Shame on you. Shame on you. What kind of example are you showing people? That it's just when you get up here, it's when you got God? Because God's only up here? When you get out that door, you don't, you just keep him here and don't take him home? Is that what kind of God we serve? Not what kind of God I serve. Now he goes from there everywhere I go, he should anyway, right? So be careful how you live your life. It's not always what you say. It's how you live your life. Yes, I know. Trust me. For like two weeks, I've been telling God, God, I cannot do this. This is, this is not even fun to preach. This, this is like I'm, I'm, I'm like being mean to people, and I'm not. I'm not trying to be mean, but he was kicking me, throwing. Man, he was telling me examples of things that I've done. I'm like, God, I'm, I apologize. I, I, I don't need to be that way. I, I, I need to be better than that. That's not who you've called me to be. And so you're getting what I got. So, you know, like a parent, you know, your kids are going to get it, you know, so you're, you're getting it today. I'm sorry. I apologize. I really do. Not really, but, uh, but yeah. And uh, the, go to the third point. The third point is we all can do something. Now check this verse out. Listen to this. This is awesome. This verse is pretty cool. This is James 1. Whoa, it changed. James 1, 22. And I missed it again, didn't I? No, I didn't. Right here. James 1, 22. I'll read it back. I can, I can see that far. It says, don't just listen to the word of truth and not respond to it. For that is the essence of self-deception. So always let his word become like poetry written and fulfilled by your life. If you listen to the word and don't live out the message, you hear you become like the person who looks in the mirror of the word to discover the reflection of his face in the beginning. Wow. Really? One of my, well, he's not little now. He's 19 years old. But when he was real young, we lived out <laughs> in this, well, it was paved, but we called it country because there was pretty much behind us nothing but woods. And uh, <laughs> so it was country to us. And this house that don't feel sorry for me. I'm just going to be honest with you. Most of you guys wouldn't live there. You'd be ashamed to live there. <laughs> so I'll just be honest. Uh, the, it literally, when the wintertime came, you could f- see the wind coming through the walls, literally. And, and the, the, you could put something in the middle of the floor, and it would roll all over the house because no one level. I mean, yeah, I think you'd be so, people be embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed. It was, it's, it's made me grow. It made me the person I am today. 
Oh, by the way, this is a side note. Don't forget where you came from. That's not part of the message because if you do, it'll destroy you. Remember where you came from. <laughs> okay, remember that. It'll help you in life. That's not part of the message. I was free. But it says we can all do something, right? So I remember this house, and I remember my son, we put a basketball goal. We put, you know, the ones that put water in. They don't last very long. Water had to go in it because it would fall off if you didn't put water in it. And so, man, he was young. I mean, like, oh, my goodness. He, what, first grade? Let's say first grade. Is that good? First grade. Oh, older than that? Okay, older than that. It doesn't matter. He was young. And, and we bought him basketball. And we didn't know this turned into a lifelong love. We didn't know it would be a love affair. I mean, I had no idea. I mean, we would have to beg this boy to come in at night, literally come in from playing basketball outside. By himself, nobody's with him. He didn't have a sister yet. But nobody was with him. He just played basketball. Played to the time he got up, to the time he went to sleep. He didn't just do that on his own. He didn't just go out there and say, oh, basketball, what do I do with it? No, as a father, as a father, I went outside. And I, of course, I'm not athletic, I mean, as he is. He's like a stud, and I'm just not. And so, yeah, and so, oh, yeah, thank you for that. I appreciate that, thanks. But, uh, <laughs> appreciate that. But no, he would go out there, and he would, he would I would show him, say, here's son, here's what, here's what you do. Here's the essence of the game. It's simple. You take that ball, and you put it in that basket. Do it as many times as you can. So let him mark out the free throw line, mark out the three-point line, and he shot. Not because he knew how to do it, because he was showed how to do it. And when I showed him how to do it, it didn't take but much. He figured it out. He, he jumped on it, and he got going. And he learned, and he got better. And he learned, and he got better. And he learned, and he got better. But guys, so many times we say, we say, man, God, I really can't do this. God, I really can't do this. I know you've called me to do it, but I really can't do this. I just want to say, who told you you can't do this? Who said you can't do it? What person came to you and said, I know God's called you, James, but you can't do this. There's no chance. You might as well quit now. Who told us we can't do this? Is it ourselves saying that? Hey, I was telling my wife something. This, is, this may cost you. This is, not, this is good advice. It's not free. This may cost a little bit, so get the buckets right in the back. This is good advice. <laughs> if you are called to do something, if God has called you, listen to what I'm saying. You need, this is, this is, this is not me, you need to get over it and get confident. Get over it and get confident. If God has called you, you have no reason to be nervous. You have no reason to be scared. You have no reason. Get over it. He has called you. He said he'll go before you. That's what the Bible says. He will go before us. So before you say anything, he's already paved the way when you say it. But we're so scared. We're so nervous. Why? Why? If you use this, the Bible, what are you nervous about? You're saying exactly what this Bible says. And it was written by men that had the heart of God. But we all need to step up and do something. It's, it's, it, this is not a spectator sport. This is not something that, you know, like when you're watching your kids play, you're not just cheering your kid on. This is not just cheering your, your fellow man and woman on. This is not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to get out there and get busy doing something. 
If it's open the door and greeting people, open the door and greet people. If it's taking up the offering, hey, man, take up the offering. If it's working with the kids, work with the kids. If it's working with the youth, work with the youth. If it's being the pastor of the church, be the pastor of the church. That's what God's called you to do. Is it going to be fun every day? No. I'd be dumb to say that. You look at me like I'm dumb if I said that. No, it's not going to be fun. It's work. It's called work. We forgot that word today. It's work. It's okay to work. It's okay to hurt when you get done. Right? See, we want it so easy today. There's nothing easy about the walk of Christ. It's not easy. It's work. It's okay to get dirty. You're going to get dirty. You're going to come home some days and say, well, for instance, (laughs) we have these talks all the time, me and my wife, and she looks at me because, you know, people, that's that, if, if, if it weren't for people, the ministry would be a piece of cake. Just be honest with you. If it weren't for people, the ministry would be a piece of cake. But guess what? It's full of people. That's what it's about. Hearts and lives of people, right? And so I come home the other day. Well, we were home. We're talking. We have these talks quite frequently. So she's right there. I don't care to say it. It's cool. She goes, are you sure that we want to do this? Are you sure that we're called to do this? I said, dear, you know what? As bad as it hurts me to say this, yes, we were called to do this. And I believe God's got a great plan ahead of us. I believe that God has a great plan. 10.02, okay. Make sure I'm the clock there. But God has a great plan. But we have to step up and do something. See, we want God to, we want God to, just to lay it all out there and say, here it is, Grant. Just take it and run with it and all be great and good. <laughs> well, how stupid do I sound? That is, that, now, that, that's, the, uh, that's terrible. That's not going to work, right? I mean, we know about Meridian opening up. Has it been work so far? <laughs> yeah. Is it going to continue to be work? Yes. Is it going to be great? Yes. The rewards are going to be awesome, right? But there's work to do. And we got to do work. Continue work. See, this is not something that we just start and we can stop and say, oh, it's done now. Let's lay back and go. No, 2018, he said it's over. 2019, we got to get back to work, right? Get back to work. 2019 is going to be even better. But we got to get back to work. Is the quote next or the, okay, here's the quote for the day. Not what this means for us, but the quote for the day. Oh, it is? Hey, it says, there are no excuses in heaven. Why do we tolerate them on earth? When you get to heaven, Jesus is not going to say, oh, you poor baby, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to tell me I didn't come to church. I'm sorry your head hurt and you didn't show up. I'm so sorry, dear. You didn't do what I called you to do because you were sick. No, 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 no. He's going to say, why didn't you do what I called you to do? I gave you the tools. Why didn't you do it? Well, God, I come from a divorced home. My dad left me when I was 10, so I was with you the whole time. I'm talking about me, not you. I was with you the whole time, Grant. Why didn't you do what I called you to do? Well, God, this happened and this happened. No, 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 no. It will not be tolerated. I don't believe God is going to let you go through all your excuses when you get to heaven and see him about why you didn't do what he called you to do. It's going to say, well done, my good and faithful servant, or depart from me, I never knew you. There's only two answers here. There's not an essay yet to write. There's two answers. Well done, or depart from me. There's the only answers there are going to be that day when you stand before Jesus. I would say to you today, If you don't know what God's called you to do, 
You need, literally, literally pray about it. I mean, I tell my son all the time, I said, son, I said I was 16. I was worried that I wouldn't get married. This is dumb, y'all know. I was afraid I wouldn't get married at 16. Who, who cares? I was 16. But I said, mom, what do I do? I want a girlfriend so I can get married and have kids. What do I do, mom? What do I do? She said, have you prayed about it? Have you prayed about it, son? I said, you got to pray about stuff like that? I just thought God would bring me wife. No, son, you got to pray about it, right? And so from the time when I was 16 till I was 20 years old, I prayed every day. I said, God, my mom says you got the perfect woman in mind. I don't know her, I guess, because I don't know where she is. Well, would you please bring her to me? And remember the words I'm using. Would you please bring her to me because I'm not going anywhere? Am I right or wrong? That's my prayer. Every day from 16 to 20, I prayed. Walked through the door of the church I went to for, Lord, 30-something years of my life. Beautiful woman walks in the door of the church. It was like a storybook. I'm not just saying, it was a storybook moment. She walked in. We got to know each other. We dated for six months, and we got married 20 years later. She's back there as beautiful as ever. I can't make this stuff up. It's truly true. God will do what he said he'll do, but we have to do something. What did I do? I prayed. I took action. I didn't just sit back and, oh, God, bring me a wife. No, no, no. I took action. Every day I prayed. I prepared my life. I prepared my heart for the wife of my dreams. And he gave her to me. So what do we need to do? Go to the next thing. The question, the question, right? Yeah, question. Question says, if actions speak louder than words, what are you really saying? If you don't say a word, just by your actions, what are you saying to people? Be careful. I tell my wife, my daughter, so guys, y'all's face is a killer's. You need to work on that face. They're killing people. You need to be easy looking at people like that because they'll cut through you with their face. They ain't got to say a word. They're going to kill you, right? And I'm like, easy with the face expressions, right? I mean, just smile a little bit, right? But if actions speak louder than words, what are you really saying? What is your life really witnessing? Guys, we work with people every day that don't know Jesus. I work at Walmart Distribution Center. There's hundreds and hundreds of people that don't know Jesus. What am I really saying when I work there? What are my actions really telling those people? Does he really love Jesus that he says he does? Or is he just saying that? Right? We want to be the kind of people this next year, 2019, that no one, that people don't have to ask, are you saved? Do you know Jesus? No. When we walk into the room, the atmosphere changes. They know something is different about our lives. That's what we want right? It sounds like a, I'm, I'm talking about like Marvel or superheroes, but it's like putting a cape on. When you know Jesus, man, it's something different. There's something different about you, right? So this next year, and I'm, and I'm, I'm finished, but this next year, make this year be the year that you do a lot less talking and more action. You put them words into action. Don't just say something, do it. Do you love Jesus? How is your life showing you love Jesus? What are you doing that makes me believe you love Jesus? Because all of us can say we love Jesus. Look, guys, they get on TV all the time, those rappers and stuff. They get that award, right? The first thing they say, I just want to thank God, my Savior, Jesus Christ. And they just beep, 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 beep. They couldn't even listen to music because so much. What Jesus you serving? I'm not sure what Jesus you serve. I, I, I missed that memo that you can do all that and still, no, I don't understand what you're doing. See, our life has to reflect what we say. It's got to reflect Jesus. So this year, I'm not going to sing it. I was going to. I'm not going to. 
No, I'm not doing a little, a little less talk and a lot more action, guys. A little less talk and a lot more action. There you go. That's it, guys.